Hi, welcome to another episode. I'm sitting here. Where are we sitting, Cal? We're in um, Brussels, aren't we? We're not in Brussels. We're not in Brussels. We're, we're near Antwerp. We're oh, at okay. PHP Benelux Conference 2016. And what about this weird setting? Yeah. Yeah. We're sitting in a something that resembles to a jungle. Looks like a jungle. It's it, a big, big elephant over there. There's so a huge snake elephant over there. There's so a. We, we saw some interesting things. I'm over here. Over snake here. over there. I'm, I'm over, over here. here. Okay. <laughs> so, welcome to the episode again. I have a very special guest today. Mr. Cal Evans, and I'm really happy that we made it work because we had several locations, so we crossed paths every now and then, but it never seemed to work out timing-wise. So I'm yeah. glad to have you here, Cal. Thank you for being an excellent keynote speaker Thank at you the so 2016 much. edition of PHP Benelux. Tell us what your experiences are so far. Well, so far, this has been awesome. Now, you got to remember, the last time I was here, this whole area was basically the entire conference. And I was the opening keynote at the very first one, and there were 100 people in the room. Yeah, so you know, 100 and, people. And, you know, I was happy to do it. I was, it was excited because it was a great conference. But I get up today, and you've got a huge stage and an auditorium, and you've got um, 400, 450. Yeah, four, 450. Yeah. yeah but, like, but that oh was the first time. That, that is seven years ago. Do you realize that? Seven years Jeez, ago. Jeez, that's hard to believe. That is definitely hard to believe. And you were like, weren't you considered then the godfather? Like the, no, the, I never consider myself that. Michelangelo no, is but, the godfather. But, but Michelangelo is the godfather of community. But you were like the guy giving us the, the friendly kick in the ass to get it to Oh, get it yeah. Well, we were at um, PHP UK one year. And uh, Mike, Mike and Felix and I had to take the train back to the hotel together. And we sit down on the train, and it's just the three of us on the entire car. And Mike goes, Let, we're thinking about doing a conference. What do you think? And so I spent 30 minutes just unloading everything I knew about conferences. Well, that only took about five minutes, and then I made up a bunch of stuff. But I spent all this time, and um, lo and behold, next thing I know, they're actually setting one up. So. Yeah, and to do that, to actually accomplish that, back in the days it was PHP Belgium, and then you have the Dutch user group. We had to merge yeah. to be able to be, to be big enough to handle it. And now, seven years now, look in at the this. works, we have a pretty nice conference. Yes. Now, before we go any further, I, was, I didn't formally introduce you, and I don't usually do that because you're old and wise enough to do that yourself. Please. So please <laughs> introduce yourself to the audience so that they know who you are, why you are here, and what you do. My name is Cal Evans. Um, I work for Zend. I run the training department at Zend. But I also run um, Nomad PHP. I am the the um, nerd herder for the worldwide herd. And I am. I have my own podcast called Voices of the Elephant. It's not nearly as prestigious as Ty's. Blah, but, blah, blah. <laughs> but, but I have been running it for a while. You uh, have somewhat been a source of inspiration to me because I like podcasts. And I was about to get into the podcast business myself. And you said if Cal can do it, anybody can? Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I like the format, short and sweet. Oh, People's yeah. attention spans is not that big these days. No. And uh, well, my goal has always been something that people can listen to on their commute to work or on their on their way home. There you know? you go. And so we shoot for 10, 15 minutes max. Um, we do have a long form episode. It's the booze talking and those will go an hour, but those are rare episodes. They're not the, the, the common episodes are very short. 
Yeah, that's the way I like it. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's more to your story than just that, right? So let, let's go over it. You do Nomad PHP, which is you have to plug it. You have oh, the platform. Uh, Nomad PHP is a user group for those who don't have a local user group. We're a virtual user group. You can join um, any of the meetings. We are a paid organization, but if you subscribe, it is very cheap, and you get um, two meetings a month that you can either attend or you could you get the videos. You can download. They're not DRM, so you can put them on your tablet, watch them on the train, or sit out at lunch or something like that, and stay current with PHP. Yeah, and I was your speaker at the December episode. Yes, we really had were. a good time. I was a bit nervous because, for those of you who don't know, it's a, it's a bit of a, a strange concept. Like I'm a somewhat experienced conference speaker, but for me, this was completely out of my conference zone, comfort zone. Because usually, I feed off the audience. Mm -hmm. The audience was there. Yeah, but they didn't speak. No, they don't. And my my tip to every speaker who's having to do something virtual like on GoToMeeting or Google Hangouts or something is assume the audience is laughing hysterically at every one of your jokes. It just makes them work easier. So, yeah, But in the end I was happy and I actually am able to recycle that talk and I'm going to do it again at a, a local user group meeting in Belgium in the very east of the cool. country. I'm going to try again. You I enjoyed the job. opportunity. So uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Again, there is more to it than just that. So you have Nomad PHP. Mm -hmm. You have DayCamp for developers. DayCamp for developers. Um, I, I, will, I don't know when this is going out, but I will tell people that the next one is coming up April 22nd. The topic is modern PHP. Now, I'm not going to tell you who's on there, but we have a lineup of five wonderful speakers. A couple of them from over here in Europe, a few of them from the U.S., but it's going to be a wonderful time. And you can watch the website, DayCamp for developers.com and um, and pick up that but that is an extension of the um, the the nomad is it's it's a virtual conference so you participate online you or from wherever you are if you've got internet then you're part of the conference and it's a day long we have five speakers and it is a, it's a great time for everybody yeah and that's only that's just a part of the Cal Evans brand. And I, and I wanted to discuss that. Maybe I'm putting you on the spot here. No, but okay. I, I love the fact, and that's something, like we can have these typical user group community style discussions. But I, what I like is that you purposefully do these things and mm -hmm. that you are very smart about this. And I, handling social media, handling communities is not that easy. You have to. No, it's not. It takes a lot of time. Um, and, and I do have a lot of ideas. I'll come up with ideas. And the biggest fights me and my wife, the lovely and talented Kathy, have ever had started with me saying, Hey, I've got an idea. So, <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, at one point, she looked at me, and says, "No, you haven't heard it. No, just no." So, um, but I could not do it without her support because um, I'm the front man. I'm the one everybody sees. Yep. She's the one that actually does all the work. I mean, we started a new project called the CFP Report for people that want to be speakers. We'll send you an email once a week with all the CFPs that are currently open that we know about. Well. You see me talking about it, and I tweet about it and all that. She's the one that does all the work. Yeah, it's I, not I've, me. I, I've seen both of them in action. So I was at ZenCon, mm -hmm. and I, uh, so I'm having these brand new mics. The reason why I'm having these exact mics is because Cal had them, and I was able to use them. I had some pretty successful episodes mm -hmm. based on the quality of these microphones. So I said, okay, this is good. While I was doing that, I closely monitored how you work and your well-oiled machine. Like, yeah. uh, well, she keeps it that way, okay? Yeah, I, I, I just show up and talk to people. She makes the, sure that... The schedule is right, yep. every, everyone she, is there. She like. has phone numbers so that she can round people up, let them know where we are. I mean, she makes this whole thing work, and that's true with Nomad. Um, I could not do without Nomad PHP without her and Joe Ferguson. And 
and um, she runs the CFP report, Day Camp for Developers. I just show up and talk. She actually does all the work. But so. it's not easy to maintain a brand because you have to keep people's attention at all times. That's, yeah. that's what it's all about. I'm trying to do that, baby steps, of course, piece by piece, having the Twitter followers, having people reading the blog, having the different initiatives, and driving the traffic towards you to have pe people listen to your message. Yeah. Now, you have a clear and well-defined message. We've heard some of that today during the keynote. Mm -hmm. If you could summarize it in a nutshell to our audience, what is your the message, the, the mantra you live by, the things you want to convey to the people? Community works. Community I think works. Michelangelo was the first one to actually say that, but I have kind of stolen it from him. Uh, but that is the whole point of um, the talk that I gave today, down the rabbit hole, is how community has impact, impacted my life and my career in a positive way. Um, and if you're not part of your local um, PHP user group, then you need to be part of it. You need to be part of it for you so that you have healthy interaction with other developers, but you also need to be a part of it for your career. Without being disrespectful, as corny as it sounds, right? It is actually the truth. Like, I can, like, I also have these situations. I also have these experiences. Mm -hmm. I once was not in the community before 2007. In 2007, I went to my very first PHP conference mm -hmm. in Frankfurt, international PHP conference. Yeah. Changed everything. Not saying that it was a brilliant conference, but just the concept of having your peers around you or people that you look up to yep. that eventually become friends if you work hard enough if you interact well and it landed me it, it it landed me a good position in the company I've been uh, working at Combell for for almost 12 years now wow. and I have a developer relations uh, job these days because I was in the community because I interact with people and it was such a nice nice outlet for me because I am technical and you are technical as well mm -hmm. but you're you have a fantastic skill, and I have a bit of that, is that we like to talk. We, we're chatty people. Yes. But now, here's something, and I said this up on stage, and everybody goes, no, this is not true. I am actually a very shy person. I am an introvert, okay? Most people see me, they see the persona that I put on when I'm up on yeah. stage, or when I'm at conferences, I, I, am, I am on, you know? But um, I, I'm very shy, and the first few conferences I went to, I just kind of sat in the back, and I didn't talk to many people. It was only, it was about tech, 2007, when I started talking to people and, um, you know, just, I, I would force myself. your game, because yeah, at first you feel like the outsider and everyone's oh, better yeah. than you, and after a while, you realize, like, okay, I'm going to step my game up, I'm going to interact, and before you know it, and that, that can happen in a really short period of time, you're, yeah. well, it only you can be considered a, a community leader of some sort, yeah. that happens. No. And, and, but once I started doing that, things, you know, doors started opening, and I don't mean I was offered jobs or anything, although I have been offered jobs based on my community work, but that's not what I'm talking about. Just the ability to interact with people, and like I said in my talk, the ability to help people, which is very important to me. It's always the, nice to give. Yes, it's always and, nice and the give. ability that when I have a problem, I just have to say something to me, and the, this community, the PHP community, people will step up and help you. But then again, it's like if you see this as an investment, mm -hmm. it's a long-term investment. It, it really is. It takes you years. You have to build up credibility. You have to have the contacts. And once you do that, it's, it takes care of you. If you're in trouble, the community takes care of you. Yeah. If you see other people having trouble or issues, problems, you help them out. And again, as corny as it sounds, it is the truth. It works that it way. It really is. People, <laughs> people think that way. People 
And I've advised companies that are um, looking to get set up developer evangelism or developer relations programs. Um, I, and Combell obviously gets this because I've told them this is not a quick fix. Developer relations is not a quick fix for any problem you're having. It is a long-term marketing strategy, but if you talk to people now, if you show up at the conferences, talk to the people, make friends with them now, these are the Build people- Build the brand. Yeah, Build well the brand. they might be just- and your personal brand. Junior like, programmers yeah. today, Tomorrow, they're um, CIOs, and I've literally watched somebody go from junior programmer to CIO, but because I helped build my brand and the Zen brand, I was working with Zen at the time, then that person, when they're in a position to make a decision, they remember you. Yeah, they do. They remember the help that you gave them. And they're grateful. Yeah. And my boss gets it, you get it, a lot of people get it. It took us, like I'm in this developer relations game for, for about six years now, mm -hmm. and now we're seeing, we're reaping the fruits. Like yeah. it, we're seeing clients that come up on our radar that said, oh, I saw Tay speak at a conference one day. And exactly. you and you were a bit older than me, more experienced than me, so you had a lot of these <laughs> stories, lots of these that's, experiences. But that's the ROI for a developer relations program. It is long-term, but it is there and it is significant. I went to a developer relations conference in London in mm. September, and the big topic there was uh, like uh, ROI, how to measure ROI, how mm -hmm. to monetize in the end, and that was the, the big one. And people talked about uh, if you're in a product and subscription-based system, have discount codes that link to you so that you can track what you can do. But in the end, there was no real consensus. In the end, it was just do what you can, be honest, yeah. help out. Be there when yeah. people need you. Yep. Um, my mentor in this, um, one of the three great bosses I've ever had in my career, a man named Mr. Mark DeVisser, understood community, and he taught me what I know. And when I sat down in his, in his office the first time after I joined Zen, and I said, okay, you know, what do you want me to do? He says, I just want you to make people smile. We measure your success in people smiling, people saying nice things about Zen. That's how we know you're successful. Yeah, you know? And marketing would call that being top of mind. Yes, yes. So It's very hard to measure, but it is a significant ROI. Another thing I want to mention is, while we're on the topic of marketing, like developer relations is not part of marketing. Let's get that clear, right? <laughs> it is not part of marketing. <laughs> but working with marketing, like it's a good team, right? You have the marketing team, it's usually a triangle. Marketing, mm -hmm. dev relations, and sometimes even recruiting. Yeah. It's, it's the magical triangle. If you can make that work, yep. you have yourself a kick-ass company. Because most companies involved in the tech industry that sponsor events like ours are in it for recruiting. They want to hire staff, and the, the demand outweighs uh, what's actually there right now. Yeah. Right? And when I was at Zen the first time, when I was um, learning developer relations, I was... Um, I answered directly to the CMO, and I was kind of a dotted line. I wasn't in the marketing infrastructure. I was just a dotted line on the org chart over here tomorrow. Which is good, because sometimes you have to question what they do. Oh, yeah. You have to do that. Like, yeah. I report directly to the COO, so in that respect, I, I have like a shortcut to, to, to where it's at. But I love working with marketing. So yeah. A lot of people, especially developers, don't like marketing and the blah, blah, blah. But I, I like it. That's okay. I, yeah. I realized... Um, I love it. Like, I after love working it. at Zend for a few years and then a couple other places, again, still in developer relations, I woke up one morning and realized I, know, I know, was no longer a developer. I was actually in marketing. Yeah. I yeah. was very ashamed. No, I, I'm just kidding. I, no, no. But everyone, like, that's actually good. You have to do your marketing right. Speaking, mm -hmm. like, touching on, on, on the branding part again. Like, if you want to be credible in this business, you have to build your own personal brand mm -hmm. that is linked. People have to know, okay, Cal works for Zent. I work for Combo. But in the end, you have to be, uh, your credibility happens when you're independent. Yeah. When you can say, we're doing this right, but we're not so good at that. Whereas a, a, some marketeers or especially salespeople don't want to hear about the negative. I, if I if you build that personal brand yeah. 
and people know who you work for, it will happen in the end. I used to work for a company called Pantheon out in San Francisco, and when they hired well-respected me, company, yes, well-respected company, wonderful company in the Drupal ecosystem. Um, when they hired me, they said, "Well, what do you want your title to be?" I said, "I want my title to be developer advocate." Because I'm not an evangelist. My job is not solely to go out and say, you need to use Pantheon. My job is to go out and say that and then to listen to the developers and take that back to the company. And that, that's the part that some companies miss is it's your job to take the feedback back to the company and say, this is what they're saying about us. Yeah, and that's what we need. Like in my job, we, we're a pretty small organization, although we're the biggest hosting company in Belgium mm -hmm. on a global scale really small and taking that information back helps us to grow and yeah. to adapt your product yep I call this like I have to explain like you have to explain it to people do what do you do what what does a developer evangelist or developer advocate do and I say again it's a triangle mm -hmm. I go to place and listen to people I take the information back to the office and process it and then I go back to those people and speak about yeah. it and that's the way it works that, that, good analogy yeah, yeah. so Cal, uh, any final additions before we end this episode? I can't think of anything other than um, I would love to see you at Nomad PHP or at Day Camp for Developers. And hey, if you will email Taze, anybody that sees this and wants to email Taze, I will send you, he'll send you over to me. I'll send you a free coupon to um, go to any of the Nomads that we've got coming up. So there you go. Thanks, guys. Drop him an email. Thank you for being a fantastic keynote speaker. I'm glad we made it work again after seven years. I am uh, too. Keep following me. I'll put all the links that he mentioned for Daycamp for developers, for Nomad PHP, for Zen, for everything you need to know. I'll drop it in the show notes. And on that note, I would like to thank you. I'd like to thank Cal. Thank and you. see you next time. There will be more videos from PHP Benelux Edition 2016. Bye-bye.